My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Perhaps we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Sorry, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. We've got a pretty packed schedule of things to talk about today. So let me just kind of walk through just a few of them before we bring on our guests. First of all, we know what happened in Martha's Vineyard. We absolutely know what happened in Martha's Vineyard with 50, 50, not 500, not 5,000, not 50,000, but 50 illegal immigrants being dropped off in the places, the oasis. It's the sanctuary city of a different kind. It's the one that doesn't allow for uh, migrants to come on there. It's, it's it's protected oasis of mostly empty homes. And what was really interesting about Martha's Vineyard is that they called in the National Guard. And we know that Border Patrol has been faced with massive influx of migrants coming across the border illegally. But when taken and put inside of their area, there's these protected areas, all of a sudden the rules change. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Todd Watkins. Todd Watkins was a retired Border Patrol Patrol agent and uh, a sheriff's candidate in El Paso County, Colorado. Todd, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. Glad to be here. So I'm in an undisclosed location. I'm not going to tell you where I am. If I pulled this down, you would be able to tell. But I want to. I want to. Uh, uh, I, I want to ask you a couple questions. One, have, as a border patrol agent, have you ever seen anything like what we're experiencing today? Anything at all in your in your career? Not in these numbers. We've had. Uh, migration surges you know uh, pushes on the on the southern border um, around Arizona and Texas you know in 2012 to about 2014 again uh, during the Trump administration which was largely uh, um, uh, spurred on by uh, Democrats in uh, in Congress so in 18 to 19 we had a, a big push a lot of family units but the the numbers that we're seeing now no this uh it, to, to say that it takes the cake is uh, a gross understatement. And one of the reasons why you left was because of these new policies. Isn't that, isn't that why you stepped away from being a Border Patrol agent? Yeah, lar- largely to that. I, I'm not going to carry out orders from uh, what, I, what I know to be an illegitimate uh, you know, foreign manipulated uh, administration that is, it's Marxist. I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, 
carry a gun and wear a badge for a, a Marxist uh, regime. Not going to do it. And we knew that when they came in, they were going to open the floodgates. They were going to stop construction on the wall and let everybody in. And that's exactly what's happening. I swore an oath to, to the Constitution. and I'm not going to violate it. Not now. Not even as a retired guy. So, so the, the, for, the, for those that don't know you, how many years did you spend with Border Patrol? 24. 24 years. And we're going to get into some things related to trafficking of children. But what we're, what we're talking about here specifically is the humanitarian crisis that they called the humanitarian crisis at Martha's Vineyard. Um, and, and frankly, we were laughing about it because it, they gave us enough fodder. We probably could have gone an entire day. Uh, talking about some of the idiocy of the radical left, um, yes. But but let's but let's let's kind of walk through if I and we've written five articles on it, and you actually wrote a guest piece on Conservative Daily about this. So I'm going to walk through this. Fifty migrants were flown to those that don't know. Fifty migrants were flown to Martha's Vineyard. The island declared an humanitarian crisis. The left claimed that DeSantis was trafficking humans, trafficking humans. Todd, how can you be trafficking humans when they're not supposed to be here to begin with and they're being shipped into or trafficked to different parts of the country, mostly conservative parts of the country in order to break down their social constructs? How, how is that even a possibility? So, first of all, we, we have to draw some differences between trafficking and smuggling. When someone is, if, if a human is trafficked, they're, they're being transported, you know, illegally transported against their will. Um, so a lot of the times at the border, I couldn't begin to tell you how many times because of groups of aliens that we caught uh, coming across illegally, how many trafficking schemes we foiled without even knowing that we foiled a trafficking scheme because those people weren't even aware that they were being trafficked yet. A lot of them don't realize that they've been trafficked till they get well within the United States and find out, hey, you know what? I'm not free to, I'm not free to leave. These people are going to keep me. I'm going to have to keep paying them. They're going to put me in some sort of indentured uh, servitude or, or uh, you know, prostitute me out. Something along those lines. We see a lot of, lot of throughout history, you know, recent history and in, in our immigration enforcement with uh, uh, smuggling of Chinese nationals. Those, a lot of those people are never, never, ever free to uh, live their own lives, even even if they attain uh, legal status, get a green card or become a citizen, they will always be indebted to the people that got them here illegally. So you could make an argument that furthering those, those people illegally in the country uh, transporting them further into the country, you could construct an argument that it is in that is a type of alien smuggling. But if we're going to do that, you're going to have to charge the Biden administration also and the entire Department of Homeland Security. They're the ones doing it. They're the ones that moved them to Florida in the first place. So if this if we're going to go alien smuggling, it's a long, huge scheme of uh, criminal activity, and it starts with the U.S. government. Okay, so how do you how do you smuggle or traffic humans? How, how do you how do you how do you have that when they're not supposed to be here anyway? I mean, well, is, that, is what he's saying. Just it, take those people across the border and say, "Hey, listen, we'll let Mexico handle it. We'll let Honduras and some of these other countries handle it." I mean, why is it that we are sitting here allowing millions of 
illegals to come across our border and infiltrate our, our country and basically break the infrastructure of our already very oppressed structure in our country to, to begin with. Well, that's uh, you answered your own question, right? It's kind of a almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're bringing them all in and releasing them uh, in order to break this country, to break our economy, to, to break our, our culture, our society. It's to actually absolutely disintegrate America as we know it. We, you can, you know, turn the clock back, uh, you know, 15, 1600 years and look at Rome. That was largely uh, the, the undoing of the Roman Empire was they lost control of their borders and they let everybody come in and not assimilate into uh, Roman culture in, in Italy. And it, that, that brought down, you know, what was at the time the most powerful empire that the world had ever seen. Um, but yeah, to, to be clear, alien smuggling is there. There are lots of different um, subsections and paragraphs to it, but it's essentially uh, knowingly bringing in or transporting further into the United States a person who is here illegally. So, yeah, they're, they're not supposed to be here. And anybody who moves them, we, we had back when we actually used to enforce immigration law and secure the border. Uh, the, the cartels, the smuggling cartels had networks and uh, cells, transportation cells here on the on the U.S. side. So when they would get across the river or over the fence, they would jump into a car, oftentimes driven by a U.S. citizen. And that U.S. citizen we charged with alien smuggling, even though they didn't help them across the border. They were already north of the border, maybe several miles and drive them to a safe house. And the people who operated the safe houses would also be charged with uh, harboring, uh, which is under one three two four eight US eight USC code um, U.S. code one three two four is all the uh, statutes for uh, alien smuggling and trafficking. All right, so we're we're going to get through a bunch of this, but there is that you know. I, the, and I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country, and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs, uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things that I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've, I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry if you need something to protect your home go to dcf guns at any of their locations uh, if you go to dcfguns.co uh, which is what you're looking at right now you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly make sure that you get some training you can do that at dcf guns they offer some great training by some really really phenomenal instructors so go get something that's going to work for you that's going to allow you to be prepared get ammo magazines whatever you need they have safes and most importantly get training get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. There's a big problem happening at the border and across our country. And you know, when we talk about Martha's Vineyard, the state of Massachusetts called the National Guard in to relocate them to the Joint Base in Cape Cod. You had CNN that mm -hmm. wrote an article stating that the, the migrants have been enriched by their 44 hour experience. 
so less than two days. And I, I want to put this up if I can, uh, Mr. Producer, we have this, this uh, article that was written and this particular one shows about the reporting of what we did, hypocrisy, most privileged community in American quickly deports migrants. And we have a picture of Obama, this is A1, Mr. Producer. Um, we have a picture of Obama and uh, um, it's kind of a meme. Meanwhile, at Martha's Vineyard, but there, there's a lot to this, right? There's a lot to this. this. This is 50 people that showed up to the most posh area in the entire country, a place where the only person that is operate that is that is a migrant is the one operating the leaf blower by their own admission, and yet somehow they're supposed to be exempt from having the migrants come into their environment, say that, hey, they don't have any space for them. I mean, I think that the average vacancy is probably 10%. Most people don't spend their time there. So the, all of these empty homes, including the one that Barack Obama and Michael Obama uh, have in the, in the uh, area, Todd, they have the room, why did they throw them out? They, they enriched them, Joe. They went to the Obamas wow. and Oprah's island, and now they're enriched, and they can be they can be graciously and thankfully uh, moved off to uh, you know better pastures where they can spread that enrichment to the uh, Joint Base Cape Cod personnel. Yeah. yeah. So inside the article, though, it says has been reporting the all are welcome here community of Martha's Vineyard declared a humanitarian crisis after DeSantis sent fifty illegal migrants there. Wednesday. It's unclear why a community of 50 millionaires can't support 50 additional headcount, but they're going with the humanitarian crisis narrative. Martha Vineyard is setting the new precedent now. They're now deporting the migrants in less privileged locations, less than 48 hours after they arrived. Uh, and you go further into uh, critics of the savage move by DeSantis claim Martha's Vineyard does, doesn't have the infrastructure to handle the migrants, despite its robust tourism and hospitality industries and thousands of empty rooms. Clearly when they say infrastructure, it means desire. Now, I wanna talk about this for a minute. They do have the infrastructure, take it down if you would, correct? I mean, they, they, have, th they have thousands of rooms, hotel rooms. They could have put these 50 in those hotel rooms, couldn't they have? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, DHS has been spending, I don't know how many, you know, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars on putting illegal aliens up in temporary housing and in apartment complexes in uh in um you know hotel hotel rooms there was a when the uh family crisis the uh, the family unit uh surge in uh, 18 and 19 i know there were hotels in tucson that were in apartment complexes that they were in the middle of rehabbing and they just wanted to mount and put the illegal uh, alien families up in those places so yeah if they they've got rooms they got beds there's no doubt that they don't have the infrastructure they probably have the infrastructure to take out uh, a lot of the pressure from the southern border states okay so they have the ability to do it they don't have the desire to do it we're sitting here with millions there's only 50 that went there 50. We have millions of illegal migrants all across the country and they can't handle 50. I mean, Todd, what does that tell you about this political elite in our country? And what does it tell you about well, this, all the work that you've done for 24 years? 
it's it's meant to break down us the ruling class lives in places like martha's vineyard they don't want the problems brought to them the problem is for us it's deliberate it's it's intentional it's uh you know premeditated uh, pick, pick any any number of operative words there of this was meant to break the fabric of the u.s uh in particular you know the the southern border is you know comprised of quite a bit of conservatism between Arizona and um, and Texas. It's it's meant to ruin them. It's meant to wreck those places. And they, they fly them off to drop them off with uh, DeSantis in, in Florida. So it's it's meant to break those uh, those economies, those uh, those structures, those those uh, communities. And then also DHS is flying them all all over the country, we've uh, we've seen buses pull up at a couple of, you know, long-term hotel complexes here in uh, El Paso County in Colorado. So it's it's meant for us, not for them, the elite. That is okay. Is there a problem, Todd? Do you believe that this is going to lead to um, more trafficking of children? Do you believe that this open borders has led to trafficking of children? Do you believe that kids are safe? No, there, there, there's no way it hasn't led to trafficking of children. And um, I, I think it'll be a, a long time before we actually get a full picture of what that has looked like, what the, what the, what the whole scope and the, the number of trafficked uh, people have been. And it's not just kids. I mean, you know, come on, face it, the, you know, 18, 19 year old uh, people who have reached that age of majority, they're, they're nothing more than kids and they're, they're vulnerable and naive and they've never left their hometowns or home countries either. And they land here in the, in the hands of, you know, organized crime syndicates who do syndicates who just use them and, and abuse them. So it's, it's kids, it's young adults. It's, it's everybody. There's no way it's not happening. There's no way that we can stop it because we can't stop this at the border. And we further this mechanism into the United States. And we're just helping these criminal organizations along and making and talk about enriching. We're enriching the cartels exponentially but in numbers we can't even fathom okay so the cartels are being enriched the government is trying to push towards one world uh you know digital currency you have kids and adults being pushed across the border don't have a name don't have a social security number don't have anybody no it doesn't seem like anybody's looking for them aren't these the perfect candidates for them to abuse i mean of course are, aren't we talking about a massive amount of abuse of uh, and and lack of uh, I mean I'll call it lack of human dignity where they're saying over here they yep. want to take care of the migrants what they're really saying is we need more victims it would seem that way I can see a very very uh, cogent argument to that to that end and what's what's what what really is confounding is or should be you know enraging I, I suppose is you know you have the the liberal left uh, the mainstream media and the, and the leftist pundits are now comparing uh desantis moving these 50 people to uh oprah's and in the obama's front yard and comparing it to the holocaust uh where that he 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 abused them by moving them to probably what should have been the safest neighborhood in the in the u.s if not on earth and uh, nope, they won't have them there. Good God, they, that 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 ruins the 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 homeowners association won't 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 tolerate that, and they they shuffle them off to a military complex, to a military base. So what is more akin to, 
to the Holocaust there. Uh, Florida uh, chartering a, a buses and planes to drive them to Oprah's front yard, or the governor of Massachusetts sending the military to take them off to a secure facility. Okay, so let, let me put this, let me get this straight. The Martha's Vineyard could not take care of these migrants, could not take care of them. One of, uh, you know, the 50 millionaires or billionaires that are there, pick up the phone, call the governor. The governor then uses government resources to remove those 50 mm-hmm. migrants from their property. Yep. The military, missing something? no less. No, no. The, the, the foot stomp on the military. He called out his personal military. The state National Guard is the, the governor's military to go do that job for him, to actually perform an enforcement function, which that's that's a first, man. That is a first. We've 24 years in the Border Patrol. What, what you know, John and Mary Q. Public may not know this is that for for decades, we've gotten assistance from National Guard units. Uh, from everywhere, from from border states, from cent- center state, Central American, Central American, middle of middle of the country, flyover states. They come down. They do you know engineering kind of work, mechanic kind of work. Never ever in my twenty four years did they lay hands on any of the people, the the illegal aliens that we took into custody. Can't that that was absolutely verboten. So e- even while they okay. were under uh, state authority, yeah. Well, let, let's work the problem then. All right, let's let's work the problem if we can, right? If they can do that in Massachusetts, why can't Texas and Florida pick up all those migrants and literally just fly them back to South and Central America? Boom. Why, why, not, just, why not just build a big, big a big circle, yeah. and every time they come in, you fly them, you fly them further south. Just take them as far south as possible. Make this a crisis of epic proportion for them to have yeah. to deal with the problem with their own home countries. The the uh, there may be an issue um, with a state repatriating uh, people to a foreign country, a foreign nation. So so even Mexico, there they are not obligated to take anything from the state from a from a state that's those those uh, arrangements are made from nation state to nation state so a texas or arizona sending people back the government of mexico could literally say no we don't have an agreement with you we don't have to take these people back but i i i say it's it's time to explore that and texas to say you know what we are a sovereign state according to our our charter documents of the u.s constitution and we're returning them back to you why i i would rather see you know as as much as i appreciate what what greg abbott and ron and desantis are doing with this to to really bring attention to the problem and put it front and center for the whole world to see just how ridiculous and the hypocrisy of this administration those people who support the administration you 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 got a you got a brass pass now. Call your national guard out and push them back over the fence. Just don't let them come there or detain. Hold them right there and march them to the nearest border patrol station. And when my former brethren in arms try to, buy, to package them up and ship them out, don't let them go. No, there you're not delivering them any place other than back across the fence. We absolutely the U.S. Border Patrol can return them back across the fence. Now, Todd, in President Trump's speech on Saturday, he talked about a hundred and I think he said one hundred and thirty different nations 
are represented coming across our southern border. You're talking about terrorists. You're talking about people doing ma massive harm, rapists, murderers, uh, MS-13. They're making their way across yes. the border. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I just I have, I have one I have one question. Why can't we just put up a wall? Why can't we just finish the wall, put up the wall, and when people come over, just plop them back over, put them in a little catapult, shoot them back over the board. Yep. I mean, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being funny about it. Obviously, put a parachute on them. It, not, not too far, not too far off though. We we used to have, we knew where all the gates were in in the in the fence there in San Diego back in the '90s, and we had a key. We just un, unlock unlock the the little swing gate and pu push them back there into Mexico. There you go. Seeing a couple hours, but you know. <laughs> For, for for now why uh well we know we all know biden stopped that construction project and um i believe he did that illegally he, he stopped he halted that contract and uh squandered uh money public funds that went to to build to uh pay for the uh, the construction to pay the contractor if you tell him hey stop you're not getting your money back so all that material all the all the all the product is still sitting there and we paid contractors to build half a wall, you know, or fraction of a wall. You're, you're not going to believe this, Mr. Producer. Please put up NBC News. You have to see this. NBC News. <laughs> go, go ahead and put that post up, Mr. Producer. Put this up. Now, they promptly deleted it, but the Internet's forever. But let's put it up, Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer, wake up. Let's put that up if we would, please. <laughs> and before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. Mr. Producer, please put, there it is. Okay, so Florida Governor DeSantis sending asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard is like, quote, me taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there. A founding member of the foundation which helps refugees says at nbc latino okay so let me get this straight ready i mean this is this is for everybody in the and the big what they're saying is is that desantis disposed of trash i.e immigrants illegally here at martha's vineyard instead of taking care of the trash there i mean these are the leftists todd they're, 
We're actually yep. speaking yep. truth. Yeah, it's when, when you when you get them really lathered up, the truth comes out, doesn't it? They can't hold their tongue. Um, wow, what, how what, talk about a careless whisper, huh? It's it's unbelievable because as we start looking at this, as we start looking at the massive amounts of of hypocrisy on that side, we're also looking at the fact that they're telling us the truth. They think these people are trash. They 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 think that people that. They don't want them in their area. They want to infect our communities with massive amounts of crime, massive amounts of, of uh, disease, massive amounts of pressure put on the on the, the everyday taxpayers. They want to destroy us while having their own little havens. There's no other way to look at it. Yes. Well, and I, I just read something earlier today and, you know, go figure. I'm sure they've been doing this for a while. Uh, but, you know, Venice, the government of Venezuela has already said that they're emptying their prisons and, and sending the, uh, the inmates north. I mean, it's exactly what Castro did in the, uh, you know, in the 70s and 80s. So I want to bring on another guest to join you in this. And I, I think it's, you know, the, so, so Karen... We have another guest, Karen Kennedy, who works for HHS. And I think she has a different take on things from a different perspective. And what we're going to do is we're going to walk through some of the things happening with uh, health and human services and some of the things that they experienced and they were able to uncover dealing with the trafficking of children, women and children across the border. Karen, welcome to the show. Don't have Karen yet, Joe. Give me one minute. All right, so we don't have Karen yet. Well, we got Todd. Todd, we're going to start talking about this. <laughs> so yeah, HHS is. It should be. I'll speak to a bit. HHS is the the second, the, the next link in the chain after uh, after CBP DHS, right? In uh, in the old days when this system, you know, worked, it was still you know a disaster then but even more clearly is we, we would process them, hand them to ICE. And if in these refugee situations or where someone, you know, had a, had an asylum claim that was uh, upheld or there were families or children, the health and human services, the office of refugee resettlement would then take over that part of the process. Um, I, I'm, I'm eager to find out from Karen if that is, exactly what that looks like now because i suspect that ice is really probably trying to wash their hands of this like they did in 2018 and 2019 and say no this, we, we don't this ship goes down they want to have a lifeboat well i think that they released something on august 2nd 2022 mr producer put this up b1 the unaccompanied children program is managed by the office of the refugee resettlement within yep. the administration for children and families what's that yeah, that's, that's, so that's in HHS, yep. By law, HHS has custody and must provide care for each uh, unaccompanied, I think it's unaccompanied minor, right? Is unaccompanied? Yep. Unaccompanied yeah, yeah, yeah. UA, UAC was the acronym we used, yep. Um, defined as a child who has no lawful migration status in the United States, has not attained 18 years of age, and with respect to whom there is no parent or legal guardian in the United States or other parent, parent or legal guardian in the United States available to provide care or physical custody so as this goes as this goes on the foundation under the homeland security act of 2002 congress transferred the care and custody of these minors 
or ORR from the former Migration and Naturalization Service to move away from the adult detention model. In the Trafficking Victim Protection Reauthorization Act of 2008, which expanded and redefined HHS's statutory responsibility, Congress directed that each child must be promptly placed in at least restrictive setting is to the best interest of the child, subject to considerations of whether the child is in danger to self or others. You know, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is that if you go to the next one, it says HHS in this in this in this um, uh, document. It'll stay at the bottom. HHS is not a party to the child's immigration proceedings. So Correct. We, we have a complete disconnect in yep. what the child gets and who gives them that service. And basically, it's like this. I'm going to do what I can on my side. But if anything goes wrong, we're not responsible. And then right. border people like, hey, listen, they can just come in. I'll just deliver them and write them a little ticket. And boom, they go on and about their business. And they could end up anywhere and joe we have yep. karen now all right let's go ahead and bring karen karen welcome to the show thank you thank you very much glad to be here so karen you work for hhs why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself yes so i work for hhs and um i've um have been aware of this program since it went online um, about two years ago. And um, as employees, uh, Todd is definitely correct with this Office of Refugee Resettlement, um, which is typically supposed to uh, service people who are actually part of an immigration program. But as we know, this is not immigration, this is an invasion. And um, the uh, Office of Refugee Resettlement is now just kind of the drop-off point that facilitates the movement of uh, these children uh, that they consider unaccompanied minors. And um, as we know, that has not always been a smooth process. These children um, are not just unaccompanied, but unaccounted for. And um, HHS has had a huge, huge part in that. Well, so I, I want to I want to bring this up if we can, because what you're saying about having a part in what's happening to I think we're having a little bit of a technical difficulty. But in 2018, HHS officials say agency lost track of nearly 1,500 unaccompanied minors. And it goes on to say a top official from the Department of Health and Human Services came under fire during congressional testimony on Thursday on how the agency tracks unaccompanied minors after they release to family or other sponsors inside the United States. This report goes through and says that they lost nearly 1,500 kids. How do you lose 1,500 kids, Karen? You know, track, remember, uh, recently, not long after um, Chairman Biden was seated, um, he did away with the FBI's tracking program for those who receive these children. So if you're not tracking who gets these children, you're then there's no way to keep 
track. There were too many, which is why employees eventually were asked in um, an email that's now somehow public, um, um, posted by an, an um, I'm not really sure, a, a whistleblower or something to that effect. But they, um, they started these programs because there were too many people and the employees had to leave their regular jobs to actually physically go to these locations, which were not just border locations, but they were within the interior as well. Uh, there were just too many people at once. This is what happens when you um, put out the call on whatever WhatsApp or however they're doing it uh, to tell people, you know, free everything, get to the United States. And might I add, um, the left has been ex guilty of blaming Donald Trump during his time as president for so-called treatment of these children. And, and um, uh, of course, they don't blame Chairman Biden, uh, but they did blame President Trump. What about the so-called parents who send their children on these long thousands of miles, these perilous journeys uh, to the unknown? They had no idea who these children were going to. So let's put the blame where it actually lies. Okay, so I, I want to, if I can, B14. Karen, who is this person? That's not what I asked to put up. Can you guys put up a picture? I just asked for something. If you could put it up, please. I asked for something. Who is this person? <laughs> oh, boy. This is the guy who didn't hang himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Indeed, he did. Nope. This is Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> okay, go ahead now, Mr. Producer. Was he a good person, Karen? If you're a leftist, he was. If you're a okay, communist, so he, he was. He hung but out no. with the political. He hung out with the political elite. What did he do to women and children? <laughs> Trafficked, used. Raven. We know the rest. Discarded. Yes. And, and this is the guy that, that had an island commonly referred to as Rape Island, right? Fantasy Island. And people like Clinton were on that island. People like Bill Gates were on that island. People, people the political elite, some people that were in the royal family were on that island who were raping children. Karen, if there's 1,500 kids that disappeared, how many of those kids do you think got raped by someone like Jeffrey Epstein or someone that was in that big black book? The world will never know because they won't, they won't report it. But I don't, I think that's my point is that we are dealing with a massive problem and, and this is not a small problem. This is the rape, torture, killing, dismemberment, whatever you want to call it, of small children. And the radical left is saying that it's a humanitarian crisis in Martha's Vineyard, but we can't keep track of who's coming across our border. And yet people like Jeffrey Epstein, or let's not even talk about Epstein, let's talk about Weinstein, 30 years in Los Angeles. 1,500, I, um, man, it's, it's got to be exponentially larger 
than that. What 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 year was that number from? 2018. It was a 2016 report. Oh wow! So now I I, I mean I I won't. I don't know what what ORR is is showing, uh, but I know over the summer I want to say June or July, ICE had reported that it lost contact, was not able to re reestablish contact with it was sixty thousand plus uh, miners that they're because they're supposed to uh, ORR is supposed to make sure that they're placed in the most unrestrictive setting possible. In other words, you know, sent off with you know Uncle Epstein someplace. Uh, and and there's there's food and shelter, but ICE on the uh, ERO side uh, of ICE was supposed to keep track of where they were for their their hearings because they're still in an immigration proceeding. And you know once they once they got in uh, in the Uber with Stranger Danger and and driven off, never heard from again. So and that was over the summer. And we we're we're at, at what what is it two million now for for this. For this this year, call it two million. That's uh, that's roughly fifty six, fifty seven hundred a day coming in. Of which I bet close to half of that's probably going to be a juvenile, whether they're unaccompanied or you know accompanied, uh, you know, with a family member. Um, and then then you know, go ahead, throw in the uh, the ones that we don't that we don't catch. It's 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 going to be over six thousand a day coming through. So no, we don't know where they are. We don't know how many there are. And it's, I, I, I bet it's six figures uh, of kids that we don't know where they are. Couldn't tell you how many were trafficked, all of them, half of them, who knows. But yet the left remains completely silent. And, and I think this is where I, I feel, I feel terrible about the fact that we can't solve this simple problem. We can't solve a simple problem related to just shutting the border down and shutting the coffers of these evil people down. Just shut it down. I mean, Karen, why is it so yeah. hard? I mean, I want to show you this really quick if I can. This is B11. B11, HHS came out and said that we, know, we have no choice. We have no choice. We have to cut corners, safety corners to move migrant kids out of over uh, um, crowded facilities. And if you go on, if you go on to this, this article, which is at uh, B12, dozens of migrant children reported missing in Houston, raising alarms. This was on September 2nd, 2022. These are children that are gone. Karen, how do you lose a child? How? Well, they sure do a stellar job of keeping up with uh, the ones they consider domestic terrorists. Anyway, I won't really ache over that but these children are a commodity. They're, they don't care, they don't go to loving homes as people are led to believe, this is propaganda. And why are, why are, this happens nowhere else in the world. Why is it that we are responsible and why is the Department of Health and Human Services involved in the trafficking? It, it is bizarre and the employees were led to believe that uh, those who would believe this is your duty, according to the emails. This is your duty. It is you, we send the call out for you to just this is your chance to show that you are a patriotic American. I, I could almost hear the, the, the music in the background. It was sick. But 
uh, to those who went, my fellow employees, only one is left. Everyone else quit because it's a horrific practice. These children were piled up in places around the country. They didn't know what to do with them. There were too many. And, and now there's this entire, uh, you know, they have contractors doing this now because employees, they were paying so much overtime, they can't continue. Uh, that's unmanageable. So now it's these departments that have been created specifically for the surge. It's on USA Jobs. It's uh, where uh, they're uh, detailees. You can, um, you know, do your civic duty as an American by going to a process foreign nationals who should not be here. It is cruel, it is inhumane, and it is psychologically damaging these children, the, the ones that they can find. They can't keep up with them. There are too many, and after a while, they just stopped trying because they kept coming and they panicked. And mind you, this was during a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> you know, that's another, that's another show. Oh, it's over time. though. Karen, it's over. It's over. The, the pandemic is officially over. COVID went back into its uh, hidey hole and decided, ah, eh, 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 eh. All right. So I, I want to, uh, I, I Mr. Producer, I asked you to put up a picture for me. Put up that picture if you would, please. I need I need a picture of this. Who is this? The Why Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this El guy. Senor Jorge Soros. So, so I want to I want to get to this if we can. If Mr. Producer put up B thirteen, George Soros and the Biden border crisis. Judicial Watch puts up that Mayorka secretly met with Soros funded groups. These are nonprofit groups, guys. Nonprofit groups that are acting on behalf of shadow government individuals tied to George Soros. But he met with these Soros funded groups during the the border trip to address migrant crisis, and. I mean, I have to say this, it just, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. You can try, but you can't make it up. They're, it, they literally are meeting with the enemy about how they can, and by the way, George Soros is tied to who? Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates. I could go down the list. And this is the guy that we're having basically push buttons and pull levers all over our country by proxy trying to destroy the American way of life. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. 
When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. What is happening? (laughs) Well, it's not just the southern border. It's there's uh, Operation Allies Welcome. There's also a bunch of dirty little hands in the Afghan uh, invitation of tourists, if you will. It's bizarre. They have no idea who these people are, but somehow conservatives are the security threat. It, It is Jedi mind trick. It is a play on words. It is meant to propagandize the public to throw them off the real trail of, of what is destroying this country. We cannot manage this. This is, I, I've seen the buses, I've seen them full of people being dropped off at, at North Denver Holiday Inn from Chihuahua. I mean, yeah. this is, we, we can't, this is, we, the resources, Martha's Vineyard, they have no resources. One of the most wealthy zip codes in, in, in this country, in, in the world, they can't manage it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, they're not all showing up to landscape your lawns or or watch your children. Uh, so they're apparently useless. You saw how they freaked out. They accuse Ron DeSantis of human trafficking? <laughs> and, and Javier Becerra is not? This is an absolute menstrual show. <laughs> it, but you're, oh. it's, you have to think like them in order to try to understand this. Because when Kamala Harris says, the border is the can, well, she means it. For, in her mind, it is secure because it is the way that they intend it. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of Securely like, functioning sort of with the way that they plan it. It's exactly certain computers are designed to do certain things in elections because they're designed that way. It's not a flaw. It's an absolute. It's the way that it was designed. So this system is designed to destroy this country from the inside out. And they are using these weirdos to push this message that this is humanitarian, flying people in from the Middle East, that is another entire operation. It's just, we're, we're being invaded. Full stop. So is it an invasion when you invite them though? I mean, (laughs) I mean, we, the people are being invaded, but it's hard to say that the government, you know, is feeling threatened. 
no, they have private security 24-7. <laughs> but, we're, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. Uh, uh, firearms for me, yep. but not for thee, uh, you terrorist. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so well, this, this Martha's Vineyard is a joke, but I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it shows the lily white liberals and their, their joke of an agenda when they show up on their beautiful island. Oh, we love these people, but we didn't mean we, we don't want them. We don't want them here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Karen, you do that so well. You do that. No. I don't want to hear anything else from these crazy white liberals. Nothing else about immigration. This is not immigration. Immigration is controlled. Immigration is well managed. This is not managed. HHS has, they have shown their panic. You should have seen the emails when this first occurred. I think they didn't know that it would be that bad. And then they panicked and realized, oh God, we we can't handle this with a few people. For goodness sake, where are the National Guard? I, I mean, they can call the National Guard for 50 lost souls on Martha's Vineyard. All the brown people, oh, they show up? Oh God, no, we, <laughs> we can't. So it's, it, it's a play on words. It's meant to keep people in a confused state and uh, uh, beating you down if you're a white person, you're automatically a white supremacist, you're racist if you don't want uh, 50 million illegals here. Um, uh, and the drugs that these individuals uh, bring across, the, the fentanyl, the overdoses of our American children, you're a racist if you don't want this. This is not America. I mean, Karen, you sound like a racist to me. I mean, I'm just trying to tell you. You want well, to protect kids? I mean, I, I'm just telling you. That's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling it in my heart right now that you're definitely talking some racist stuff right now. Yeah. Top shelf I'm, white hey, supremacist I, right there, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured out how I? to keep track of him, though, Joe. I figured out how to keep track of it right while we were talking. I solved this problem right here, right now. Give them all a MAGA shirt and a and a Betsy Ross flag. We'll never lose track of another one of them. No, you won't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, my other name is Dissident Whitey, so um, <laughs> I, I'm just playing the game like everybody else. These are not, you know, these are guests here. Uh, uh, they're not, you know, costing us a hundred billion dollars a year. This is, this is, uh, these people are being put up in New York hotels at $700 a night uh, while veterans are sleeping on the streets. This has nothing to do with racism. That's the Jedi mind trick. Which race? Please tell me which race this in, in, in compasses. There are people from over 160 countries, according to HHS, uh, uh, that are coming here and we need to be welcoming. Uh, the calls that I was on with the Afghan uh, refugees, that you should see that they turn red in the face and they're giddy and they, oh, please, oh, don't send us any more mattresses. We have enough, uh, but we'll take gift cards. 
they're these people are insane they, they really they're true believers that somehow they're doing the work of patriots because in their minds they are well and you bring up a good point it's a twisted way of looking at life but hhs asked for federal employees to volunteer at the border did they not and then those employees quit and they quit yep. why karen why did they quit after going down to the border after being asked to go there why did they quit according to conversations i've had uh things that they saw um things that reminded them that this is not I, this is not what i intended um these children are sad they don't know the language there is no adult around that they know can you imagine the horror of these children they are sent to a foreign country they have been handled and mishandled by human traffickers and smugglers raped on the way up here recycled three or four times this you know this is these are human commodities so it's not like drugs where you just drop them off these are humans they can be recycled over and over and over because nobody's keeping track nobody's tracking who these children are they can recycle them you know 10 times or more so they are not tracking they didn't track during the, the coup they're not they're not tracking now they they can't there are too many and they are complicit this is human trafficking, and it's sorry it's not ron DeSantis. well let, let me let me say this to you um president trump called for the immediate execution of human traffickers and drug dealers i gotta ask you karen he said quick trial quick trial i want a quick trial not this wait four years quick trial and when they're done execute them I, i'm all for it i just want you to know I think Jeffrey Epstein did not hang himself, but I don't care. I'm glad he's dead. I'll let, I'll let, I'm, I'm going to let vengeance be God's, but consequences, we should give consequences. So I got to ask you the question. I, I'm a God-fearing man who frankly could not imagine somebody hurting my child and to watch a child be hurt to me. I mean, there's, there's only, I have seen, I have seen a kid die of the common cold over in Africa. I, and it it tore me to pieces because we knew that that child could get help, but nobody wanted to help. They just watched the child die. And and it was. So what do you think? You think you think that we have a chance? We just line them up and hey, you traffic children. Right. You wait, rape the child. You traffic, rape the child. And you, you're a major drug dealer. Bang, bang, bang. You think that that's a, a acceptable punishment? Remember the, the scripture that says very clearly, um, it's better that you tie a, a boulder around your neck and sink yourself to the bottom of the sea than to cause one of my little ones to stumble or to hurt my little ones. Um, uh, the Lord is very clear in, in, in that um, scripture. Those who will harm a child or other. Yeah, I'm 
I'm okay with the boulder around somebody's neck part and throw them to the bottom of the I'm good with that too. You can shoot them or put a boulder around their neck. Either way, I'm good with it, right? They know what they're doing and they should expect the consequences. They've been doing it for a long time. They haven't been called out. These these uh, organizations that are doing this from the from the south, all those cartels, all those criminal syndicates, all those uh, uh, criminal organized crime, uh, they need to be classified for what they are, and that is foreign terrorist organizations. And the full might of their, our military needs to be brought to bear against them and wiped from the face of the earth. Period. They're enemy combatants, and. Uh, you know, we, 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 we've got a lot of drones that are still working. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Why? Why have we not taken care of it? We know we can. Why have we not done it? it, it follow the money, you know. Um, that's, that's I, uh, I, I can tell you that, and this is, you know, the, 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 drug, the drug narcotic part of it notwithstanding, I, I'm not real up to date on those numbers but all every every illegal alien that that comes across our border whether we whether they surrender to us and and we finish the cycle trafficking them back into the u.s or they they're the gotaways uh put comfortably conservatively about six thousand dollars for each that's how much the those criminal organizations are making um i'm horrible at math but that's a lot of zeros man that's a lot of zeros. And that's, you know, that's just within the last, you know, since Biden came in it, now, now throw, now throw the drugs in there because they're making money, you know, hand over fist on the drugs. They, when they, they're the, the narcotics piece of it, their business model is usually something about, you know, if we're going to bring say we bring a hundred pounds of whatever across they're they're kind of counting on losing about half of it. Either, you know, something there, there's some mishap in the field getting it through or we catch it, but they're only, they're only banking on maybe half of that getting through, man, you know, they're getting way more than half of it through now. So it's all gravy. And that's what their, that's what their economic structure, their business model is based on that is so they make more money than our own government. Well, there, you know, we, we, we're talking about the problem. We continue to talk about the problem. We continue to work the problem, come up with solutions, but we, we do need to take our society back. We need to take it back and there needs to be con there needs to be consequences. And look, I, I'm not advocating for violence, but I think vigilanteism is a real thing. And I think that Americans need to get down to that border. They need to secure that border. If they won't do it, then we should. It's an invasion of our nation. Yes. not their nation right and so i think that frankly we should be we should have 50,000 100,000 200,000 americans at the border telling them you go and, and when the when the border patrol shows up and says you have to leave say no sir no ma'am we're not leaving no see this is this is our country see this is this is our nation and they don't get to come across this border they come across this border we're going to send them back they come across the border we're going to send them back because as citizens, we have a right to to for them to respect our sovereignty. So I think that we have to well, take it into our own hands. It's our sovereignty. 
the, 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 this, our, our, your, your sovereignty, the sovereignty of these states, the sovereignty of this nation is not the, uh, you know, pro- proprietary uh, domain of Brandon and Becerra and Mayorkas and, and uh, you know, the Joint Chiefs of Staff. It's, it's not. It, it's ours. We entrusted them to secure it and protect it. They refused to. They didn't just fail to. They refused to. So, yeah, it is ours. And the men and women of the Border Patrol, my fellow brothers and sisters, pick a side. Choose wisely. History will judge harshly on this. Amen. I want to I want to tell everyone really quick. I want to jump to this and then I'll give you guys the final words before I pray for both of you and pray for our nation. Um, But we have a fax blast. We have a lot of members out there. We're making some big changes. And I keep getting having conversations with congressional leaders who are saying, Oh, you're with Conservative Daily Podcast? Or is that con- connected to Conservative Daily? And I'm like, yes, it is. You guys keep sending us letters, and it's it's literally tying things up. So that would be the second congressman that I've had a conversation with. And I go, isn't that the point that you hear from your constituents, you hear from the people in your community, and they tell you what they want and what they need? And one of them said, hey, good point. And I go, is it making any, is it having any effect at all? He goes, the sharp ones do because it gives me political coverage. I want you to know that there are congressmen and congresswomen out there that are asking for us to get involved and show their voice so that they can use that to say, hey, listen, the American people are paying attention. So yesterday we talked about this problem on the Fax Blast. And if you're a member, you can go back and send a letter to Congress for every day. If you haven't sent in the last week, go back in, hit boom, 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 boom. Do it seven days in a row and send them those those letters to Congress. You can also change them, add your own bit of flair to it, or you can use the, the content that's been created. But today's Fax Blast has a lot to do with what's happening across the nation and the manipulation of our voting systems. We've already talked about what's happening with, and Karen, you brought it up, right? That we don't have secure elections. They're walking around, they're trying to gaslight us all the time on both sides of the aisle. But now we have New York's, we know about the machines, we know about the the mules, we know about the Eric system and the the, the intentional bloating of our voter rolls. But in New York's voting non-citizens, they were able to manipulate things in places like, like New York, who has said he's registered to vote in November of 2005, has been voting literally for the last 16 years it's we we have a problem in our country and so the facts blast for today i just want everybody to know is um and we'll go straight to that if you would go to c4 letter congressman according to your experts at the brennan center extensive research reveals that fraud is very rare yet repeatedly false allegations of fraud can be make it harder for millions of eligible americans to participate in elections Notably, Brennan and his allies comprised a group of experts that declared the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation in an effort to manipulate the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Are all 50 of those experts incompetent or are you executing an operation on the American people again? Evidence of election fraud is overwhelming and definitive. Every week, news outlets are finding the courage to release this evidence, but you are continuing to double down. Your legitimacy as an elected official is called into question by the evidence revealed in New York, Wisconsin, and Connecticut, and Georgia, Arizona, and Colorado. You're staying silent. It's not a good look. So as we go in and we talk about Congress and we talk about the things that they're doing and we talk about the fact of all the bad things that they're doing to us, they have 
lied to us about COVID. They have lied to us about a vaccine. They have killed millions of our, of our relatives across this country that could have been saved by a basic prophylactic. And that's straight from one of the world-renowned doctors, Dr. Peter McCullough, who came out and said, my estimate is that nearly 90% of the people that died would have been saved had they been on a prophylactic like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and some of the other steroids and antibiotics that were used to save many Americans across America. So we know they lied about that. We know they lied about the election. We know that they're gaslighting us and that the powers to be in the establishment and in the Democrat Party are working together, that they are complicit together in stealing your voice and returning you to a place of, of slave encampment. They're just creating slaves out of all of us. And so the more you talk and the more you get an opportunity to talk, the more they are forced to listen. It is going to take force and it's going to take both sides of the aisle realizing that the Democrats and Republicans that are our leaders, they were selected, not elected on both sides of the aisle. And it's time for us to step on the other side and say, we're Americans and you guys are communists. You guys are evil. You represent the worst among humanity and take back our country and start there. So, Karen, I want to give you the first uh, first uh, um, final word and then Todd, I'll give you the second. We have reached a time where you don't get to sit on the couch and say, it's political, I don't wanna deal with it because eventually it's gonna show up in your neighborhood. Uh, the Department of Health and Human Services that is supposed to be providing services for American citizens have chosen instead to participate in human trafficking of foreign nationals into this country and to make you think that you, uh, the people, are wrong and racist if you don't accept it. Everything's political. Hate it for you, everything's political. And you have to find your shine and get involved. And what they're afraid of is black Americans getting highly upset about our vote being diluted by all these foreigners because yes they are voting spare me uh the bracelet jingling um they are voting and they have continually put these communists back in office and it is time as joe said for us not just to stand up but uh, to do things faith without works is dead you have to put one foot in front of the other, are allowing this invasion, they're encouraging it, they're paying NGOs to manage it, and we're, we've just come to the point that if we're gonna continue to be uh, the America that we all know and love, I love, I took the oath, my late husband who was in the military took the oath, and he's not here so I'm carrying the torch, and I'm not gonna mm -hmm. shut up, and when I go to the hood to talk to my black brothers and sisters, they are not happy about what is going on right now because they know they're being pushed out as per usual. So spare me, Democrats have been using us black people as political pawns for years, for decades. So spare us the outrage with Ron DeSantis. We have to fight back or we become communist China and you don't want that. Trust me. Joe, I think you're muted. 
Man, I missed that point, but I, I feel better about going into the, into the ghetto and hanging out with gang members than I ever would by going into some of these white Democrat environments. You're, you're absolutely right. I would trust a gang member because loyalty means everything to them. And they're starting to wake up. Even the people that have been involved in these environments for, for decades, you know, I have meetings with them. They're like, Joe, you're just a regular guy that cares about me. And I'm like, I absolutely do. And they're, they, what they haven't realized is that many in the poorest communities have really come to that conclusion after listening to President Trump. What do you have to lose? And they've already lost so much because there's no hope or opportunity or proper education. They're just run by unions and, and devils that just want more power and more money. So everything you said, Karen, was spot on. I just appreciate all the work you do and you continue to do in every community. And you, you're a shining example of the, the courage that we need to all have. So thank you. Thank you. My honor. Todd. We were never supposed to take our hands off the wheel of government. It, it's because we as a, as a nation, as a people uh, became complacent, went to sleep is how we got here. So if you want to really blame someone for this, look in the mirror, it's us. It's each and every one of us for the past I don't know how many decades we let our government become bloated, become empowered, and and it has turned into a, a, a despotic regime. Uh, Lord Acton said it best: uh, "Power corrupts, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely." That's where we are. For most of the people that listen to this, are probably already politically involved. But I tell people, if you don't get in involved with politics, politics is going to get involved with you. And politics is the way that we select and in place our government. So you can't say, well, I don't, I don't like politics. Well, you know, you ain't supposed to. Um, it's it's kind of like, that's a reason you go, there's a reason why it's called work, it's called a job is because it's not fun, you know, but you got to do it. Uh, so we have to be involved in politics and, and hold these people accountable. Um, and that's easy to say. It's it's hard. It's hard as hell to do, but they all need to be got rid of. We need to remove them all. Democrat, Republican, I don't care what letter they put after their name. They're all the damn same. It's a uniparty. This is Marxism. This is despotism. It is it is marching smoothly into totalitarianism to this new global order of uh, of elitist tyrants that are going to rule us all. So this is the border is one very noticeable and a horrible uh, tumor on the on the face of this. But there's so much more. And you know, Karen brought up uh, our elections. They're they're gone. Um, I'll, I'll I'll close with this: is Frederick Douglass said it best: "A man's freedoms rest in three boxes: the ballot box, the jury box, and the cartridge box." So everybody needs to take a moment and ask yourself, which box are we at? No better words. I want to thank you, Todd, for the 24 years of service you gave our nation and the work you continue to do in saving our nation. It, it, it does take all of us. It takes all of us. And, you know, the, someone sent me a text message the other day. I was at the Reawaken America tour. I was talking to, to uh, Clay Clark and uh, Somebody else walked up to me and said, Joe, I want to talk to you for a minute. I was like, okay. 
And I have been taking hits from people. I've had people write bad things about me. I have learned stuff about myself I never knew was true. It turns out it's not true, but it's a really good story. So, but he walks up and he goes, you're a humble and amazing man. I just want to thank you for all the work you've done. I've been watching you from a distance. And then a second person sent me a text message saying, Joe, we know that you're the guy that's in this fight because you want to solve it because you're never, you never have to be the loudest voice in the, in the room. You never have to be the one to lead from the front. You're willing to do the hard work and you're willing to submit and serve when, when necessary. And so I think that's the key. I think that as we sit here and talk about what's happening at the border, we've got to figure out how to work the problem collectively and together. We've got to be able to set aside petty differences and we have to be able to go into those environments. Karen, as you said, go into those inner city environments and let them know, hey, listen, this is not about Democrat versus Republican. This is about them creating chaos so they can destroy and take away every opportunity, every ounce of hope that we have or could have in the future. The doctrine of the lesser magistrate, as you so eloquently yep. have reminded us. Yeah. And thank you for that. So, so I'm going to pray for you guys, if that's okay. And then I just want to thank Absolutely. you again for coming on we'll have you on here again father god i am so grateful for the opportunity i have to walk shoulder to shoulder with karen Whew. father i'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to serve with karen and todd I'm grateful for the opportunity you've given me personally to be able to walk this path as hard as it's been. I'm so grateful to be on it. I'm grateful for the commitment and we are grateful for the commitment that Karen and Todd have made and continue to make. We're thankful for their voice. We're thankful for their courage. We're thankful for their commitment and wisdom. We're thankful for their compassion. We're thankful for the truth that they speak as it pertains to our kids, to the border, to our country, to the radical left, to the hypocrisy that we face every day. Father, I just, I am thankful. We are thankful for their ability to speak truth. Father, I ask that you please bless Karen. I ask that you please bless Todd, bless their families, put a head of protection around them that as they speak truth, that they may be protected, Father. Help them to be able to set aside any sort of attacks that may come upon them related to the slander that they may face, the attacks that they may face. Father, I would just ask you to give them peace, give them joy. Allow them to continue to speak truth, regardless of what consequences may fall on them, regardless of the sacrifice. Help them to see it as worth it and to have you carry the burden for them as they continue to be a tool for good, and for spreading the word, your word, Father. Father, I ask you to please bless those people that are listening, bless their families. I would ask you to pull back the veil, Father, so that people can see more of the devilish, evil deeds that are being done by the radical left and those people that have infiltrated and corrupted the Republican Party and the Democrat Party for that. Uh, Father, I would ask you to expose the evil leadership of our country. 
I would, exp I would, I would ask you to expose the CIA and those people that do not respect the sovereignty of other nations that lead to the murder and killing and discomfort of other people in other nations. Father, we have been asleep for far too long, and I just thank you for waking us up. I thank you for giving us the opportunity to stand in your stead, to walk this path together. And I ask you, Father, to help us to create unity, to set aside petty differences, to really seek to understand and to act and walk in humility, to serve when needing to be served and to lead when needed to lead. Father, I would just ask you to push this evil back to the hole it came from. I would ask you to put it on the hearts of every American to get on their knees and pray to you, Father, and so that we can see the, the power of prayer collectively together. Father, we know that faith without works is dead. We know that you've put biblical examples in our lives of what the lesser magistrates looks like about, about standing in a place of interposition. I would just ask that you help us to see what that place of interposition is and to find ourselves there and to be patient as you guide us towards a path of eradicating this evil from communities. Father, thank you again for the opportunity and thank you again for those that serve and those that stand in a place of restoration to restore your word to our communities and to our, to our schools, to everything around this country and other countries, Father. This, this, is, this is not just a U.S. problem. This is a problem across the globe. And I would just ask you to give us the tools and help us be tools to restore you to us, Father. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks, Joe. My prayers are getting longer and more to talk about. <laughs> and thank you, Pastor Altman. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I often joke with people that if I go into a church, it might burn down, so I stay on the outside. <laughs> just kidding hey thank you guys for coming on the show. i really appreciate you god bless you all no thanks for doing god it bless you, thanks brothers. for doing it thank you we have a bunch of guests i will be back in the i will be back we have a feedback loop, mr producer okay I'll be back in the studio hopefully tomorrow night. Uh, in the meantime, we do have some other uh, great guests that will be on the next few days. On Thursday, we have Cash Patel is finally going to make an appearance with us. We're looking forward to having that conversation with Cash, um, as well as a breakdown. We're going to break down the Trump's uh, speech at the rally in Ohio. There's some things that we just need to process, some things that he said that I think all of you are wondering, what does that mean? What what should we be taking from this? And President Trump is not the only one that should be standing in the gap. You have to get in the gap with him. So until then, I'll see you tomorrow at, at 10 a.m. And uh, God bless you all. Get on your knees and pray. We, we need all the prayers. God needs to hear your prayers. And he already said he'd answer them. God bless you. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. 
You can also find our episodes at Brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.